Hello and welcome to another bite-sized episode of the Sports Grad Podcast, proudly supported by Deakin University. Each Thursday, we give you the tactics you can use to land a dream job in sport. This includes things like networking, interviewing and career direction, but all focused on sport. I'm Ryan Walker and I'm joined by Ruben Williams. G'day, Ryan. Now, for more regular content, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram and TikTok. Just search Sports Grad. Plus, hello to all our beloved SportsGrad community members who are hanging out with us on Discord, asking us questions, landing jobs. There's about 400 of them on Discord, which is amazing, and they've landed over 230 jobs in the sports industry at all your favorite organizations. So if you want to join them and start landing uh, a role in sport, head to www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash community to, to join. Awesome, Rubes. Love it. Now, today we are talking about one of our favorite areas of sport and something that you have experience in which is team operations Mm. you know that's things like working with elite teams to make sure that they have everything they need to go out there and perform uh so we're gonna go we're gonna have you give us the full rundown on what's involved and uh, how to get a job. Mm, yes, yes. So for a bit of context, I worked as a team liaison officer for the New Zealand women's cricket team during the 2020 Women's World Cup. And uh, I worked with them for a four or five week duration throughout the tournament. And the reason why this role is important and included in the tournament is because the teams are there to perform. They don't want to be worrying about all these nitty gritty stuff going on around them they're literally there to step onto the cricket field and perform Mm -hmm. at their absolute best put on a show make the fans happy and so for the team liaison officer and anyone in operations roles it's really up to you to take care of all the logistical things behind the scenes so that they are just in a clear frame of mind Mm -hmm. not having to worry about anything else so that's why they're they're there amazing it sounds hectic which is awesome but you get to basically see everything about the team, which is super exciting. Um, tell us a little bit about the day-to-day of, of the job. Yeah, absolutely. So each morning I'd wake up and I'd put together a little run sheet of the day of what was going to happen, where we had to be, timings for things, yeah. even things like the meals, what was coming up. So I'd send a team run sheet to the team manager for her to distribute. And then say if it was a training day, I might then drive all the, the baggage, so all the team kits, the cricket kits, from the team hotel in my little van over to the training ground. I'd unpack the kits, set them up in the the team change room so that when the team arrived on the bus, they had all their kits there ready to go. Now, in between this while the teams would train for like two or three hours, sometimes there'd be odd bits and pieces that the team manager would want from you. For example, it was one of the girls' birthdays during the tournament. (laughs) So Belinda, the team manager, came up to me and said, hey, Ruben, can you duck off and get a cake and some candles so we can sing happy birthday for her later on. So sure enough, took the team credit card, went off the shops, got a cake, got some candles, and those are the extra sort of things that you get asked to do on the job. (laughs) The experiences of working in sport, eh? (laughs) Yeah. How good is that? Um, And in terms of who who you're working with, who are some of those groups that you're dealing with day-to-day? Yeah, so the the people who you deal with, um, the local organising committee, the team, and all the different suppliers. So uh, the your role is essentially in the in the title. You're the li- liaison between all these different touch points. Mm. So the local organising committee, which is being the uh, the ICC T20 World Cup, they have a whole lot of information about how the tournament's going to be run, and it needs to get to the team manager, the coaches, the players. Yep. And uh, the team manager doesn't know who to go to 
in the local organizing committee for everything. So that's why I'm there to be that touch point, to go and get all the different information. Yeah. Similarly, if we are at an airport, for example, and we've got an issue with a bag, with a bag missing or if there's been a change to the flight, all of that information is better to come through one person. So the liaison's role is to be that touch point. So I would deal with the airline staff or I'd deal with the, the bus staff or the hotel staff. For example, laundry used to go missing all the time. So to make sure that, you know, you didn't have coaches and players and team managers, everyone just bombarding the hotel staff to be like, where's my laundry? The team manager would just say to the team, it's okay, Ruben's dealing with it he'll feed the information back when it's ready. So I would be that touch point with the hotel staff. Yeah, awesome. Sounds like you need to be a, a jack of all trades. You do, you do. <laughs> What's that saying? Jack of all trades, master of... Master of none. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you're a master of many. Um, now, in, you know, where are you when you're doing this job? Because I can imagine it would be a little bit different to a standard office job. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So for this tournament time role, you're on the road the entire time. So you're doing your role either at the hotel, at the venue, or in an airport, yeah. like it really isn't anything else during the tournament. Um, for similar type of roles, because these sorts of roles exist in seasonal sports, so your mm. AFL, A-League, EPL, you're probably in the office sorting out a lot of these things and then you'd be on the road on the weekend with the team. But yeah, largely you are just in the hotel, at the venue or in the airport. A lot of uh, working on your phone, I would have thought as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and about a million phone calls. So that's yeah. always good. <laughs> um, and for someone who's interested in this, how, how can they get into it? Yeah. So you have to be extremely organized. There's no ifs or buts about it. So you have to have excellent time management skills. You've also got to be a very clear communicator and a good negotiator too, because if a bus says we can't possibly be here by this time, but the team manager is saying we have to leave at that time and you're stuck in the middle of it, you've got to try and pull some strings with mm. the bus company to make sure that the team gets what they want. So that's essentially your only job, Get make sure the team gets what they want. And you can have a lot of people push back and say, no, it's just not possible, but you really have to negotiate hard to make sure that mm. things happen for the team. Yep. Just get them on the field. That's, yep. what, that's, what, <laughs> that's what you're there for. Mm. Awesome. Well, that's uh, an unreal little rundown of, of everything about team operations. Um, some episodes with people in team ops, and we've done Ermila Rosario from Cricket Australia. What episode was she? That's yeah. So she was episode 81, I reckon, or 83, yeah. but she's she's the team manager of the Australian women's cricket team. So I would I saw her during the tournament mm. quite a bit. I was with New, New Zealand. She's with Australia. We cross over every now and again. Yeah. But she is the perfect person to to listen to if you really want to dive into this space. Awesome. Well, Ruben one, Emily number two. <laughs> uh, sounds like there's some good podcast listening there. Awesome. We'll, we'll wrap up there, but connect with us on LinkedIn, plus be sure to jump into the SportsGrade community where you can find us there. Head to sportsgrade.com.au slash community to join or head to the link in our show notes. Also, if you love the show, we would love for you to rate the show five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on Apple or follow on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.